0: Alright man, you ready to get rolling?
1: Let's go. Do you want to count us down? Oh, that's crazy. Sure. <laughs> Here we go. Five, four, three, two. It's a German thing
0: I like the fact you threw a Nest
1: German. <laughs>
0: To anyone tuned in, this is the Men, Church, Stuff podcast. It's the show where brothers-in-law DJ Cult and Brad Coleman talk about what it's like being Christian men in today's society. Having spent our entire lives immersed in church culture, we want to share our experiences with other men who are willing to listen. We'll talk life stuff, church stuff, man stuff, and, well, stuff stuff. Let's get to it. Greetings, listeners, here and there and everywhere all across the land. This is the Men Church Stuff Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, DJ Culp. And as always, my beloved brother-in-law, Brad Colvin. Got your real glateral as there, Brad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Here I am. Good to be here.
0: Um, so we are coming off the heels of of the Super Bowl. Brad, I mean, were you were you happy with the results? Were you sad that 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 Taylor Swift and the Chiefs won? <laughs> like
1: <laughs> Well, I mean, so I I am in, you know, Missouri. So um, you know, when win in Rome, do as the Romans do. So if you were to ask me, I probably would have told you I was rooting for the Chiefs. But, you know, I I yeah. really, I wasn't going to lose sleep either way. Sure. Um, I actually was hanging out with some guys, uh, some that were rooting for the Chiefs and some that were rooting for the 49ers. And so, and then, we were at their house and the kids were upstairs watching the game, and apparently their TV was about four seconds ahead of ours. <laughs> so, every time there was so a humor. big like, so <laughs> we knew based on who was going, Yeah, um, that's the Super Bowl about yeah. four seconds before we actually saw the, <laughs> the actual winning play. Um, so that was it, it was interesting, but no, but it was. In my opinion, um, it was a great game. The fourth quarter and overtime, <laughs> dude. Like, the I, okay, first three so, quarters, it was just it was just so boring. See, I actually love that
0: kind of football. Mm-hmm. Defensive I mean, football, yeah. The yeah defensive was, football was is amazing. Game. yeah. And and I, I really love offenses struggling to to figure the defense out mm. a lot of people i know you know it sounds like you're you're saying this too brad that a lot of people they want like the electric football game where you know there's hail mary passes yeah. and everybody's doing all these amazing gymnastics to catch balls you want and that dodge br- tackles
1: right. you want that breakaway you want the guy yeah. to get out and get you know 20 30 yards and you want the other guy to come and run down run him down and you know yeah make right the big play and yeah, those are more. That's more exciting uh, yeah. football. I mean, obviously, both defenses at the beginning of the game were just were doing a great job. They were doing uh, terrific, reading each other, shutting yeah. down the offense of the other team.
0: Yeah. So, dude, as a this is something I I don't have any connection to, like you do. Um, so, being like a former former high school football player, mm-hmm. did you like playing defensive games? Or or did you always prefer, you know, the
1: the the electric offensive so type stuff? So I have the heart of of defense myself. So yeah, like if I'm playing, that's great. You want to be the defense that's in four plays and out. Yeah, you know, right. Like or less.
0: Yeah, and where and wear out the offense have put yeah. them on the field so much, right? That's
1: that's that's right. So uh I I loved to play defense. Now I loved yeah. You know, uh, especially my freshman, sophomore year, we had some amazing running backs and, and huge offensive line. And, and so it's so much fun to just see some of those those things happen. Yeah. Um, I, I remember Dusty Hall, one of uh, guys that I guess he was probably a junior when I was a freshman. There was no hole. There was like end zone, right? He was like on the goal line almost, you know, was this like first and goal line or, or third and goal line probably. And uh-huh. it, just trying to get in, trying to get in. And like the, the lines are just kind of stalemating each other. Like you yeah. can't really get them out of the way, but they're not getting through. And I saw him just take this run and go with the ball and literally do this flying leap over to the offensive and defensive line. And, you know, and just kind of land That's awesome. in, yeah, it's, it's probably one of my favorite plays that I ever saw in in person as far as, like, being on that team. I was like, yeah, yeah, look look at, you know, at that point, I'm a freshman. I didn't do anything. I was, I was making sure the sideline wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But, yeah, hold so, it, hold I mean, it down, man, as I, a red shirt. But I think, you know, you love – to be the person who's shutting down the offense if you're defense. Um, but there's it's so much more fun to watch when there is that breakthrough because they honestly they were I was actually happy too even with most of the time with the tackling because usually when Dude, I come I'm in I'm right there with you they're, they they they're, they tackled. Yeah, usually I I'm fussing because you know yeah. I, coaching uh junior high football I'm having to unteach some of these kids mm. like, no, no, you need to tackle. Stop watching the NFL and how they tackle because they're not tackling. So I was actually happy that they yeah. were, that they were following kind of more for the most part, they were wrapping up. They were, matter of fact, I even said at one point, like this guy looked like he was going to get away, but the guy grabbed his leg and he wraps it up. And I was uh-huh. like, see, that's what yeah. I'm telling these kids. It works every time. And so, yeah, the, the fundamentals were there and it was good. Um, But again, when things are done like that and executed well, fundamentally from a defensive standpoint, it doesn't always make for the most exciting football game. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and We're coming out of the first uh, quarter and it's (laughs) zero to zero. Yeah. Right.
0: Oh man. The first half, the first half felt like it lasted 30 minutes, not three hours, you know? Um, I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was really efficient play. Um, there weren't, I don't, I don't, I'm pretty sure there wasn't a single
1: red flag thrown all game. Well, um, so, so the, with the, with the uh, penalty, like it was like in overtime, there was a penalty and there's a little thing on the screen that was like, this is the first flag since the second quarter or whatever. (laughs) And I was like, oh, yeah. Um, and and most of the penalties were like false starts. And I'm just like. Now again, I wasn't paying a full attention, so but I was like, seriously? I was like, you guys are professionals, you're getting paid some of y'all guys like millions of dollars, and you still you still can't go on two. Like what the
0: still school? jumping the gun? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: right. It's always somebody.
0: Sorry, coach.
1: Yeah, it's like <laughs> This many. One, two. We'll, the, we'll wait the de- until we say The defensive go. man moved. Yeah. The
0: defensive man moved and he he scared I thought he was scared. You don't cross the line.
1: <laughs> and that's one of the things too I love about playing defense, right? As long oh, as you go yeah, across right. the line of scrimmage, I mean you can you can go up there. You can line, come yeah. a linebacker and come up there and like you're gonna blitz. Oh am I, am I gonna blitz? <laughs> Uh, which is also That's again fun. when I played offensive line, what I hated <laughs> was they can move because you had to
0: stay there right now. <laughs> so.
1: That's funny, but no, I mean it was. I had fun hanging out with the guys uh, and ladies that, that we were hanging out with. Went over to friends' house and uh, yeah, you know, so it's a cool. good conversation during the first two, you know, right <laughs> quarters. <laughs> there, there was, was a, there wasn't was a, a ton. lot. yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. Um
0: yeah sherry- Sherry and I we went over to um uh friend's house and there were there were two other couples and they're in the same seasons of life as as we are you know with young kids and to be quite honest, we didn't hear much of anything, mm-hmm. and we all like we all as adults were having to essentially yell at each other to be able to talk above the children just going ballistic in the background mm-hmm. and with the exception of the last probably 10 minutes of the fourth quarter plus overtime i don't know how they did it man but the children they went hard and fast and loud the whole time <laughs> um, now they were like our Addie and Zoe were were out they were like it takes i th- i guess it probably takes about 10 minutes to get from their house to ours where we yeah. were and Addie and Zoe were both out in about 3 minutes yeah. i mean they like they had their their
1: reserve tank w- was empty so um kids but, don't worry about it they worry about what they're doing next they don't worry about saving energy for something later
0: no they don't that's right they yeah everything
1: <laughs> wholeheartedly 100 percent.
0: yeah so listeners brad and i were talking and um uh we decided before the show that we would do a an episode that's actually sort of connected to um, a commercial that peaked, but technically, like really, both of our interests. Um, and so, if you if you saw the um, the Super Bowl, you will have seen um, the Jesus that He gets us um, mm-hmm. commercial. If you ha- if you didn't watch the Super Bowl, you should go check out the uh, the He gets us campaign. Um, because Brad, I'll, I'll start it off with the the topic today. Um, I. I liked the essence of the commercial, mm-hmm. but there is, and we're certainly not going to unpack it in one show, but there's so much there mm-hmm. that, in my opinion, has too much agenda to it, mm-hmm. but I, at the same time, I also completely agree with like, the entirety of the commercial. So, like, hmm. I, I find myself, I find myself, k- kind of in this, in this dichotomy of sorts. Um, what was your, what was your impression?
1: Well, yeah, I think we should be washing each other's feet. And again, I don't know much about, I don't know anything other than this. You know, yeah, word, I don't either. I haven't looked it up about about what you know, I, and I haven't yet gone to the website to to see that. I, I think the important things that that we understand is that we live in a world. That is very do things your own way, and that's fine. You yeah, know, whatever you want to do, whatever feels right. Um. And and so when we when we push that over on Jesus, like God really doesn't care. Um. Then you haven't read His Word, because He does. Uh, right. God is the the one who died for our sins to pay for our sins, but He never downsizes um sin God doesn't right. downsize sin he doesn't okay sin and so um god is love and, and god loves us all we're made in his image he wants us all to come to him and and be uh well to be made alive in him to abide in him um to to, to be a part of his kingdom because we are his creation we're, we're, we're all part of his creation jesus died for all of us um but he wants us to i guess to put it that way to through faith receive that gift of forgiveness that gift of salvation to to be you know as we said born again because and people are like why do you say born again well in john chapter 3 um, uh-huh. That's what Jesus told Nicodemus. You must. Nicodemus, be yeah. And again, you know, so those are Jesus's words. Um, but that's just a for us these days. It's just saying, like, look, I'm accepting Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. You know, His forgiveness for my sins, His His sacrifice. But what what worries me sometimes with with some of these campaigns like that is is that we want to We want to wash the justice and the truth of God out of the way. Yeah. Just focus on on God's love, but wrongly, because we want to focus on God's love the way that we're understanding love. Yeah. And I would argue it's not love at all, right? So love sometimes will be the one that's calling you out Mm -hmm. for your stuff, yeah, yeah, that's love. It is I, love,
0: and that's it's called it's tough is, love for a reason. Yeah. yeah,
1: Well, Jesus, you know, he's 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 in there. He's he's talking to these people, and he says, "Unless you repent, and again, that word means to turn, and specifically, he's talking about turning from your way to God and to God's right. way. Unless yeah. you repent, you will all likewise perish. You know, so uh, we need to not lose within the church, within the Christian community, the fact that everybody is made in the image of God, the Imago Dei, um, mm-hmm. and that we bear it. And so there's there is no person that you've ever met that is not important to God, that is not valuable in God's eyes, right. that Jesus yeah. didn't die for. Um, right. So uh, with that part of the message, I think that's great. Yeah. We need to be serving. We yes. need to be loving. We need to right. be... As much and, as it's up to you, live at peace with
0: all men. And, and we need to do it. And y- yeah, it, just that that last part you just said, like live at peace with all men. We need to be able, we need to be doing that. And when I say we need to be doing that, it's, I think it's, But before I finish the sentence, I think it's easy for people that are of faith to nod their heads. And sorry, I'm just going to say this, including myself here, mm-hmm. but out of self-righteousness, like you're right, we do need to be doing that. Um, people need to be doing that, but we need to be, Um, living at peace with all men and serving others without the blinder of Mm -hmm. who are they, what choices are they making on a deliberate basis? Mm -hmm. Because if they know that, if they know that, 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 and, and I will frame it from, from in like a, just a neutral standpoint here. If they are, if they are making decisions that other people would call sinning, Mm -hmm. then are the people that see those actions as just deliberate sins? Are they saying, "Well, I like, I can't really help you because you're not going to change your ways," and that's clearly not how Jesus worked, um, we, you know?
1: Because God doesn't ask us to change our ways and then come to Him. Bingo he tells us to yeah. come to Him. Yep. So that He will change our ways. I mean, even when you look at his call to, to like Peter, James and, and John and Andrew, the fishermen, he mm-hmm. said, follow me and, and I will make you right. fishers of men. Not come yeah. and follow me and you'll be fishers of men or come and follow yeah. me and you need to make yourself fishers of men, but I will make you. Because the message of the gospel is, is not behavior modification. The, the message of the gospel is spiritual transformation. Right. Like, like it, it is the work of God and to, to sinful man who needs a savior. And, right. And, but again, on that, and Lord, right. Jesus as savior sometimes is, is easier to swallow. It's, it's still hard for humanity because we have to own that we need saving. Right. We have yep. to own that, that we're sinful, that we, we don't live up to God's standard. Um, and, and, and that's not something that humanity just in general uh, likes to to do. And and no. we can own that, right? We can own that that we don't like to admit we're wrong. We don't like to admit when we need help. Yeah. You know, those are things that we struggle with. And typically, especially men, typically if we can speak in those generalities, we tend to be more stubborn with that. No, I don't need anybody's help. I don't. You know. Yep. We've got to own. I can't do this. I can't get back to God. I can't live righteously. Outside of Christ, I can't be the Father. I need to be the. Let's see. I I need Jesus to save me, right? But then there's aspect of Jesus as Lord. So now, so now Jesus, when he saves me, is he's he's the boss. He's the loving, right? Uh, master, the loving Father. But so so I'm saying, you know what? When I disagree with you, I'm wrong and i'm going to go your way even though right. sometimes i don't you know I'm and and, with I, it. and i i'm i'm not too
0: sure i mean really just kind of um, uh reflecting on on that that commercial mm-hmm. i'm not really too sure that that message jesus is lord was translated i think jesus as one who one who sees the one who sees the sinner not the sins, if you want to word it mm-hmm. that way. I mean, clearly he does. but mm-hmm. but, I mean, he, as you mentioned, he didn't say, he didn't say, i will I will help you. I will sit with you, I will eat with you, dine with you after you're done repenting. Mm-hmm. Before that, though, you yeah, you know, <laughs> like i'm i'm not I'm not doing anything. like so mm-hmm. to me, so to me, I, i'm I'm kind of free, framing it in the sense that he sees the sinner, not the sin, um, mm-hmm. though I know that he does. But um, the way that – the way that the commercial made it look was that that was the only message of Jesus Mm -hmm. is to serve and and serve in a loving way. Mm -hmm. And I am – I like I know for a fact that that in I mean in in scripture that's all over the place for mm-hmm. good reason right? I mean like um I, I've got written down for the for the 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 topic today you know just the the two greatest commandments love the mm-hmm. love the lord your god with all your heart mind and soul mm-hmm. and then the second is is like it love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that on on an episode or two ago where you know it has to be in that order because if not mm-hmm. then then I'm prioritizing, and 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 I'm gaining the ability to define mm. where and what God is in my life, mm. um, and that's I mean that's like that's not going to work. And and again, I I don't think that that we, message was translated in the in the commercial. Right.
1: Well, we don't get to come to Jesus on our terms; we have to come to Jesus on on His terms. Now, mm-hmm. Jesus makes it easy for us, but. But the you know, part of the message of, of the gospel in the New Testament and well, I mean in the old testament too, but like is denying self. Yeah. You know, losing self and coming to God. And you know, I've said the more that I've lost myself in Christ, the more I found out who I am. The more yeah. God is yeah, that's, that's a good word, dude. That's yeah, helped me to see like who that. He's made me to be. Uh, yeah. fulfilled me with His peace, with His joy which is not, again, not without struggle. So we need to be feeding the 5,000, if you will, right? Jesus fed Mm -hmm. the 5,000 because they were hungry, right? Yep. And he had compassion on them. He had compassion, yep. That's that's what the scripture says. He saw them and they were hungry. they have been following him. He had compassion on them. So so he fed them because they were hungry. Yeah. So sometimes we we need to feed the 5,000. Jesus didn't say, okay, if you're a Jew, come over here and we're going to feed you, right? Those who, whoever was there got to eat. Yeah. You know, he he didn't throw that. But then Jesus can, you know, when he teaches and he's teaching to some of those, they're following him. And he's like, hey, look, and it's not long before he's saying some stuff that they go, oh, this is hard. This is difficult. Yeah. And so they turn and walk away. Yep. So I think that's the the picture. Sometimes we miss with that is, is we want to look at the Jesus who fed them, yeah. Not the Jesus who continued to tell them the truth, because right. it's like, oh, come and eat, and Jesus is you know he's the great guy to have at the party because you know he he can make the wine out of the water and then right. he can, he can multiply the food. I mean, you know, he's your guy. You know. Um, but he's also going to stir things up. He's yeah. also going to uh, you know, again, the, with the the Pharisees, uh, he's going to heal on the Sabbath when to them that was wrong. Was, oh, you're breaking God's law. No, I'm not. I should know. It's <laughs> I my should law know. Yeah, right. Because I wrote it. <laughs> you know, but. Well,
0: well, C.S. Lewis, um, C.S. Lewis is this is one of my favorite of Lewis's quotes <laughs> about, you know, sort of the sort of the. Um, the, the tenor of this conversation is what would really satisfy us would be a God who said of anything we happened to like doing, mm-hmm. what does it matter so long as they are contented? We want, in fact, not so much a father in heaven as a grandfather in heaven, a senile benevolence who, as they say, liked to see young people enjoying themselves and whose plan for the universe was simply that it might be truly said at the end of each day, a good time was had by all. And I think like, I obviously I know that, I know that that's, that, that there's there's rhetoric in there, but, but I mean, I think the point is, is, is true in, in the way that, 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 you know, that you're talking in, in again, the tenor of the conversation, which is the, the love of Jesus makes us love the fact that he loves us, but his love and his, as you mentioned, his justice and his truth is is something that even followers of Christ don't like. And 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 listeners, you may you may you guys may know people like this. Um, I know I do, but I would even be willing to say, Brad, mm-hmm. that followers of Christ don't even like his justice. Mm-hmm. We get, we might give lip service to it. Oh yeah, I love mm-hmm. the justice of God. I love I love the fact that you know that 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 God has the most righteous indignation that's possible. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I don't, I don't I like I don't know I mean that's 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 a that's so a dangerous path to walk down.
1: Well, there's a there's a there's a term that's been thrown around for several years now, and I, and I think it's worth mentioning. we thinking about, and it's moralistic therapeutic deism. Moralistic, Moral-
0: moralistic therapeutic deism.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, so as long as we have morals, huh? Right, then there is God who, when we're, when we need some therapy, we need somebody Uh to talk to when we need, Uh you know, some advice or, or something like that, or we need to be reminded of, of, of that we're okay, you know, then that's the God we're okay with. So uh, the moralistic therapeutic deism, that's, that's the kind of religion that, that we're good with. As long as you're a good person by whatever my standard of a good person looks like. Right. And and then God is just here to help me out. Now, God does want us to come to him. He is the loving father. He does want to, to help us and to lead us and to guide us. But again, he wants to save us from ourselves, from our ideologies, from our sinfulness. And he wants to, uh, I think how do I say this can I say remake us in the image and likeness of God right? yeah sure Adam was made in the image of God we bear yeah. the image of God right but again uh, under the the separation the 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 death i mean the bible says that that you were dead talking to the church you were dead in your trespasses and sins yeah but we've been made alive in Christ So, you know, having that spirit that's made alive and then not, God's not just this grandfather figure and he's not just this, this advisor. Right. But he's the God who made us on purpose, with purpose, for purpose. For purpose. And, and, and we have to be in him and abide in him to really understand what that is. What is my purpose? Why did you make me? Yeah. You know, and. Again, that's that's an episode probably all its own. But but so I I think we have to we have to be on guard on both sides though, because right on one side which we've been hitting pretty well, right is we can't just have just the 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 love and then the generosity of God and ignore the truth and the justice of God. However, sometimes we want, want to err on way on the other side.
0: Yes. So it's true. Just
1: with all right, well, just now we're just gonna hit the justice of God. Yeah, the fire and, and the brimstone type the of conversation. Yes, absolutely. And, and, and leave out his love. And either way, we're 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 missing part of the picture. Um, someone said it this way, and I tend to agree. They said God, the Bible says God is love, but God has wrath. Right? So he is love, but he has wrath. But again, I think we have to understand love. Hmm. If I'm a loving father, I'm going to discipline my children. When I'm a loving father and my my daughter is running toward the road where there are cars, I'm going to do whatever necessary to stop her from running out into the road because I'm a good father. Now, she may not like that. It may not seem pleasant when I grab her arm at the last minute and keep her from getting run over. Because right. it hurt. Why would you hurt me? Yeah. I saved you from, from dying. yeah, right. you know and and so uh, and here's a funny story, right, too. sometimes a perception. Uh-huh. And, and I, I think about this. I was fishing with your dad. It was one of the years it was just me and your dad. yeah and, and we're out on this boat, and I think I've told this before. Um, the biggest horse fly I have ever seen. And I've seen some pretty big horseflies, but the biggest horsefly I'd ever seen landed on your dad's back. Your dad is fishing away from me. Uh-huh. Now, horsefly that big, even not that big, can bite right through a, a white shirt. Oh, That's, yeah, of okay. course
0: they can. Yes. So so
1: yeah. I'm like, I've got to act because <laughs> uh-huh. this this sucker is getting ready to take a chunk out of your dad. And and it'll draw blood. Right. Yeah. So yes. So I so I'm a couple steps away. And so what I do. I was like, I, I came up and I just swam and swatted <laughs> your dad on the back, yeah. You know, and the fly drops dead, and your dad turns around, like, What'd you do that for? Yeah, right. And you know, it, again, just like most of us would be, you know, just out of nowhere, you just slap like, me, like, Yeah, like, so some, some anger yeah. and some right. You know, <laughs> and I just pointed down, and he looked at this dead massive horsefly laying on the deck and he turned back to me now completely changed. <laughs> right. And he said, thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but I think, and I say all that to say that we feel like God, you got sometimes God, you got to do things this way or you're not loving and you are love. Well, right. we don't get to define what that love looks like. Sometimes that love is smacking a horsefly on somebody's back to save them from getting a chunk taken out of them.
0: But and, I and see, at first
1: it feels like that was the meanest thing you could ever do.
0: Right. And, and Brad, I think that is where, I think that is where society is. I think that's where society separates from the mm-hmm. conversation we're having right now is they, I think society would say, I think and and from my understanding, it really has been um the the same conversation through the ages which mm-hmm. is i'm not i'm not telling you what love is you're telling me like the church is telling us what god's love is mm-hmm. and what happens if we don't what happens if we disagree with that we mm-hmm. don't we don't like that that's that's the standard or we as you mentioned you know we di- we just disagree with the standard i don't want that to be my standard um and that, and I think that's where that's where God's justice comes into play, not necessarily not in the in the yeah. immediate, you know, not like is I'll say that and then something happens, but yeah. the the justice of God is just as eternal as yeah. as His love is, and 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 like I know that might be sort of like a high and lofty sentence, but but it, yeah. His justice, I don't I don't see God's justice being isolated incidents as in, you know, in opposition to in opposition to his love. What, but.
1: And and I, I think one of the problems that we have as people, mm -hmm. especially just speaking as the the generality of people right now, especially North America, but probably throughout the world um, is, is we've developed this idealism Mm -hmm. that, I cannot disagree with you and still love you, and that's oh, just dude. one of the most absurd things that I've ever heard. I mean, so again, I think I think gospel... it's safe to say
0: I think it's safe to say that that has actually happened in our lifetime.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I don't I, I don't think there's anything new, but yeah, I think it's definitely been it's it's bloomed a whole lot, maybe yeah. or more, more recently, especially with us. Um. But the gospel. When we look at the gospel itself, right, that Jesus Christ died for us while we were sinners, right? That God loved us while we were sinners. So we were not in agreement. We were not going to heaven. We were not part of God's family. Right.
0: Yes. So so by
1: by definition of of the gospel, Jesus disagreed with us and loved us and
0: i think so so listeners is as kind of just a like if if i were to say you know what would what would today's podcast episode really kind of be called it's um the you know the the topic i i i posed to brad was loving jesus versus following jesus and um i do think that you can attempt to do both um, and I think that you can attempt to do both separate from each other, just like kind of w- what we've been talking about. You can have all the love without the justice. You can also have all the justice without the love. It is very possible to divorce the two, um, but in, – In our mind. In our, in mind, our
1: perception, but, well, but not but, in but the, but
0: yeah, yeah, but, Brian, I also think, though, that, man, that that the church traditionally does a really good job of showing – society where they're wrong mm. and that isn't what mm. society needs you know what i mean like like yes absolutely i agree that the church is here that the that, that god put his church there to to glorify himself and in doing so that like that 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 yeah. people that are that are in sin whether they're in the church or out of the yeah. church that but that people that are in sin will will sort of identify their Mm. sin through God. But I don't think that the church traditionally Mm. has done the greatest job at, as using your word, having, or the scriptures word, having compassion Mm. by saying, by saying what you just did, which was, look, I was dead. I was, I was utterly dead in my sin. And it's the love of God through, through the death and his Mm. and the resurrection of his son that allows me an escape plan versus mm-hmm. yeah. you're doing all of these things wrong and don't you know that you're about to go to hell for this you know what i mean well, like well,
1: because then because when, when that is the presentation then we make that we create a false gospel right because we create a gospel of works a yeah, gospel yeah. of yes, clean yes. yourself up so that you can go to heaven mm-hmm. and you know i hear people say these things oh, i'm going to hell for that well sin separates us from god so that's what causes us to to go to hell is that separation from 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 right. god right but yes. you know we have to understand what the law was for G- you know god gave us the law and we have the 10 commandments but we have all the law and what was the purpose of the law the law okay, and,
0: you know, can i give you my opinion before you say it sure my opinion of the law was wrong. Pr- <laughs> I, my opinion of the law that god gave us the 10 commandments was to prove to us that we can't do it. We actually we cannot we cannot sub- supplant God Himself. That's why I think that the Ten Commandments were were given personally. Now, um,
1: go ahead. So, um, Galatians two sixteen. Okay, right? Galatians two sixteen. Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ, even we have believed in Jesus, that we may might be justified. Um, the law didn't make people righteous. The law really did the opposite. It showed people their unrighteousness. So yeah, right. what you're yeah. saying is, is not that the law's intention was not, hey, come and obey the law and be right with God. But, right. hey, you don't live up to God's standards. You don't right. live up to God's perfection. And so, yeah, the, the only person that has fully lived up to God's law is God. yeah, And God's son, Jesus, who, who lived right. the life that, again, we were, we were meant to live, in a, but sinless. He fulfilled the law. As a matter of fact, he, he makes it clear. Didn't come to abolish it, came to fulfill it. Yeah. And he fulfills it on, on our behalf. Yeah. So, we, which gets back to the conversation. And I think this is something yeah. that the church tends to struggle with is, again, that behavior modification. Yep. So, I, I'm I, I, to, I can't agree more, man. Yeah. Well, 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 so, what we do is we preach grace, right? Mm-hmm. We preach the grace of God. We don't show it. Well, but we preach the gates of God until we get saved, too. Now we're saved. Now you're saved. Well, right? Yeah, now, and then they stop. Yeah, right. Now yeah. you're <laughs> back under the law. Now you better do this. Now you better right. Now you better. Now, again, we we need to be following Jesus. We need to be being changed by Jesus. We should be looking yeah. more like Jesus the, the, the longer that we walk with Jesus. Right. And, and I think there's the cha-cha. There's a, sometimes there's a back and forth we're going to do better we're going to do worse but you know Peter says if these things are yours and they're increasing and I think we, we talked about that recently that it, you leaves you neither useless nor unfruitful so right again the, the fruit of the spirit is it growing in you we're not taping it on right we're not under the law but yeah don't murder right but here's here's the deal right Jesus said, What's the biggest commandment? Love the Lord your God, all your heart, your mind, your soul, your strength. Right? So with your everything. Love God. Everything. And the second one's like that. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. If you love your neighbor with with the love that God's talking about, go You're Brad. not gonna covet his donkey. You're not Dude, gonna sleep I don't with want your donkey, wife. anyways, man. I don't want your donkey. You're not gonna sleep with his wife. <laughs> right. I mean, you're right. I mean, that for you and me, that's a very different conversation. <laughs>
0: yeah, no thanks. You know,
1: I'm married to your sister. Yeah, yeah. Um, you are from
0: that part of Kentucky, though. I am yeah, not.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> from
0: that part, maybe. Yes.
1: Um, a part of that part. Yeah. Not right none of that, that, that part. part. My, but my, no, you, my, my tree forks. All right, those branches. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, dude, you're
0: exactly right, though. Like, if you, if in fact you you love God with all your heart, mind, and soul. I seriously do not think that it's possible to hate people. Mm-hmm. It, it's, right. it's it, it can't it can't exist. Like the the flowchart fails, and and so here's getting back to the, the the commercial. This is where I think the commercial did it right. The problem I think with that particular commercial is that it skipped over who Jesus is. And went straight to how does Jesus want us to treat each other? Now, I suppose that in you know in 30 seconds, how do you get that entire, entire narrative in? You probably can't do it. So um I'm I'm all I'm all props well, for, for, for for me.
1: I, I think what that tends to what that's gonna tend to do, what what I hope, all right, is is send people back to that website. Yeah. And what I hope, and I, I haven't looked yet, so I cannot make any comment on that but what i hope is that now you're now that you're on that website here you have the solid presentation of the gospel i think we're called to do what what we've come to term social justice ministry and i think we're called to to preach the gospel um mm-hmm. and but I, we're to take care of orphans and widows we're we're to love the least of these we're to love our enemies yep. Uh, yeah, that
0: Jesus meant and by that. and and by love, not yeah. a static, not a static love. And by static, meaning um, I I love I love something that I have no control, n- yeah. no control over, nor nor will I ever well, have any involvement with it.
1: Well, well, right. L- I mean, right. Well, and let's, let me give you this example. Right. If if you have an infection in your arm. Right. And and it's getting really bad. And every time I try to talk to you about it, you get defensive, right? Right. Yeah. Well, it's still not loving for me to just be like, okay, DJ, that's great. Just, you know, as I'm watching these red streaks run up your arm, and this, as right. your gangrene <laughs> setting in and death, you know, and you're going like, the, well, you know, they're going to take my arm, if if I go, yeah, because your arm's dead.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> like, it's dead,
1: <laughs> and it's going to kill you. And so it's like, but so it, I think in some people's mind, well, it's unloving for me to be using terms like that. No, it's unloving for me to be, just ignore it and go, well, you know, it's his problem. I don't care. Right. That's yeah. what, that's that's unloving. Right. But we need to, to to be abiding in Christ so much that I think... That this kind of love comes out, all right. Paul is uh, in in Romans nine, three. I'm reading NASB nineteen ninety five. He says, "For right. I could wish that I myself were accursed, separated from Christ for the sake of my brethren, my kinsmen according to the flesh, who are Israelites, to whom belongs the adoption of sons, and the glory and the covenants and the giving of the law and the temple service and the promises." Whose are the fathers, and from whom is the Christ according to the flesh, who is over God bless forever. Amen. All right? He, he says, I could wish myself a curse. I could wish myself separated from Christ. He said, but it is not as though the word of God has failed. For they are not all Israel who are descended from Israel, are all children because they are Abraham's descendants. But through Isaac, your descendants will be named. Bear with me. That is, it is not the children of the flesh who are children of God, but the children of the promise, regardless of descendants. Paul's saying, I could wish it was the way you're saying, right? Yeah. But just because you're born a Jew, you're going to heaven because you're a child of Abraham. Mm. And I could wish that it, it it wasn't Christ's way. Right. I could wish that I was a curse. In some ways, I think he's saying, Too. I love my countrymen so much that if I could almost if I could make it that way, if I could just be accursed, if I could take on hell for them, then then let me do that. But the reality is he's preaching too. That's what Christ did. Christ took hell for you. Yeah. Right. He took the penalty. He took the punishment. He took and so his love. But I think, DJ, we don't when these people are, I think they they're not exaggerating God's love, they're downsizing it. And I think that's opposite of what they think. When they when they present this God who just is accepting of all things. Because right. the reality is God tells us sin leads to death. Sin is always destructive, no matter how big, no matter how small, it is destructive. It leads yeah. to death. And for us to go, yeah, It's great for you just to do that, which is leading you to death. That's the most unloving thing we can do is to say, Hey, DJ, you know what? It's great. I think that, I think that uh, those red streaks running up your veins look really good on you Mm -hmm. and that gangrene that's, you know, (laughs) starting to smell in your hand. You know what? I can get used to that. You know, it's great. Let's just embrace this thing that's about to kill you. So, all right. So you've kind of, you've kind of landed
0: on, <clears throat> excuse me. You've kind of landed on, on the topic of evangelism here. So I've got a, I've got a question that's written down. Um, uh, it's, it's, so I'm, I'm going to do a two part. I'm going to combine two questions that I've gotten written down. How do we as the church and by we as the church, not like the community of, of people that, you know, all, preside under one particular building in whatever town that you live in. But, but we as the church, as individuals that make up God's God's family, how do we love without judgment? Because I think mm-hmm. that's, I think that was one of the undertones of the commercial for sure mm-hmm. is how to love without judgment. And then how do we share the love of Christ from a non evangelistic way? Or can we, is it possible to share the love of Christ without, without Actually, sharing Christ. Because here's another thing: you're like this is this is the thought that I had after after I watched the commercial. I refuse to believe that there are not people that do what the commercial says. But here's the thing: are there people that are following the suggestion, right, the encouragement of of the commercial, Mm -hmm. that care nothing, that would maybe identify themselves as Mm -hmm. a secular humanist or an atheist? Mm-hmm. so if it if it's possible, or if there are mm-hmm. people that do that that are fulfilling all of the encouragements, is it possible to do the same thing and actually evangelize the love of Christ without speaking Christ, or is that possible? because I think I think that right there, that mm-hmm. question, um that question, I again, I know I know it's a lot to unpack in the show, and you know, we're running short on time, but. Like how do we love without judgment and how do we share Christ in a non-evangelistic way, or is it possible?
1: So, so let me give you the short answer first, and then okay. I'll give you a, a more detailed explanation. So my you, short answer is, is no. Um no, we can't. Okay. No, we can't. Um, the go- I I love the idea behind go throughout the world and preach the gospel, and if necessary, use words. That sounds great. The problem yeah, right. is. Um, God made it necessary to use words because the gospel is not just about the betterment of humanity. It's yeah. about us understanding uh, who God is, that yes. God loves us, that God died for us that right. to pay for our sins against him. Yeah, Because, because he is the maker. He is the creator. He is, he is the one who keeps everything in orbit, uh, who has made us in his image, who, who wants us to spend eternity with him. Right. And enjoy him, not in a boring sense. Now, so he, he, he if, if if uh, I can uh, piggyback, sorry, uh, Brad. Uh, let me let me let me just finish this one thought. Yeah, go ahead. Be, because so, can we do it without without words? No. However, however, uh-huh. however our actions will either reinforce. Right. The gospel or undermine it. Or undermine. It. So yeah. are we living out the gospel? Yeah too. Now not just he, not those who just hear and speak. Right. right.
0: But are changed. And and here's something, here's something that just popped into my head. Here's something that, that the commercial again, mm-hmm. because it's it's 30 seconds of your time. Yeah. But here's something that the commercial did not. Did not stress. And yeah. I'm not going to say it didn't insinuate because I, I think that's, that's up for debate, yeah. but with what you just said, yeah. if you are in a, if you are an evangelist who simply wants to walk around and get people saved and just, you know, bloviate and, yeah. and pontificate in their face until, until they, they say, yeah. fine, sure. I'll accept Jesus yeah. Christ and then leave. That's one category of, of person. But what I think that the commercial didn't necessarily again insinuate is the relationship of the person that you're serving mm. it almost seemed like and i and i'm, I'm not a fan necessarily of this narrative if in fact this was this was mm. one of the takeaways that we're supposed to have i'm not a big fan of washing people's feet in isolated moments and then leaving mm. the commercial didn't really have a it didn't seem like it had necessarily a um, a focused mm-hmm. a focused narrative of how Jesus has a relationship with us and therefore we're supposed to have a relationship with people. So mm-hmm. to your point, is it possible to to you know share the love of Christ in a non-evangelistic way, or can mm-hmm. we? The answer is no, right? Yeah, right. But the 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 more that people know us and the more that we know people. The narrative of Jesus will either clearly show itself fruitful in our lives mm-hmm. or it won't, whether mm-hmm. we speak it or not.
1: Right
0: Now, I, th- I also think that if we speak it and mm-hmm. then people start, start, you know, the people yeah. that you're hanging out with or doing whatever, they start weighing back and forth. You say yeah. this, but you act this way. That can lead them to one place or the yeah. other.
1: Now, let me clarify something, though. Like, go I'm ahead. not saying that God can never use something that you do without words. So no, we're no, from, I didn't right, take it that way. Right. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah but just so listen, don't, we're don't talking about the framework. Yep. You know, right. as a framework, Absolutely. you cannot go and spread yeah. the gospel without the gospel. Right. It can, now, again, can you be nice to the person in the McDonald's drive through and tell them to have a nice day and maybe you didn't sit there and... Give them anything or anything else, and will God use that as as part of it? Sure, absolutely. God's going to use those things. You need to do those things, you know. And I'm also not suggesting that every time you go through the McDonald's drive-thru, you try to spend five minutes sharing the gospel with the person that can take your money. Please don't, right there with you, you, I'm going to be like, hey,
0: (laughs) I'm upset at you right now.
1: (laughs) I need to get my coffee. I'm about (laughs) late for a meeting, you know. know, So, but yeah, so uh, we what What I hope the commercial does, though, this is what I hope the commercial does, yeah, because again, I think again, for us as Christians, the idea of washing people's feet we know where it comes from, yep right? so i I hope people are going, that was weird why would why are all those people washing other people's feet? yeah, and I hope and I hope they fall down that rabbit hole, which is going to lead them to Jesus in the Gospels, washing the disciples' feet, and then I hope they read it. Because if they're going to get into God's word, you know what? God's word is is going to do it's it, what God sent it out to do. He said it's mm-hmm. not going to come back void. So my hope is that it leads people to the gospel. Yeah. In the Bible. Hey, I'm going to yeah. pull up a Bible app. I'm going to. Uh, hey, I, my grandpa's Bible's over here. I'm I want to find out why because it's weird. Because again, yeah. we typically don't wash people's feet these days unless it's ceremonially. You know, and
0: man. and to be quite honest, man, I think that as I mentioned earlier, I mean, total props to uh, to the He Gets Us campaign. Like you, I don't know, I don't know what the website says. I don't know what their beliefs are. I don't know how grounded in you know in scripture that they are. But right now, the fact is, I don't. I kind of actually don't care, because, I mean, the other, the only alternative is that the commercial was not there. Mm-hmm. I mean that I mean, commercial showed what what three times I think two or three times and I mean well, did, I think
1: there were two different versions you know, two kind different of, versions one was in, yeah season. yeah
0: right but the idea though is that we were watching the Super Bowl Right. and so Jesus the name of Jesus yeah. was on the television screen. right
1: so what you and I are trying to say to the people who maybe listen to this podcast is we're in no way trying to criticize not at all that um, no. But we just hope that that brings deeper conversation. Yeah.
0: Nor are we necessarily supporting it. You know, like we're just right, simply right, saying. I don't know. I mean, we might, <laughs> yeah, I don't know because
1: yeah. we haven't done our homework yet. We haven't gone over yeah. and kind of. I mean, yeah. it may be a blasphemous, heretical site once you get over there. Well, Brad, dude, like I, I love these episodes,
0: but I don't know. I, I don't know how many. I don't know how many questions we've really answered. Not to say that. Not to say that we just. That we just like you know twirled and toiled for no for no apparent reason but um i i think this is a great episode i love the questions that are incredibly hard um and uh and i think that we should revisit some of these in the future so as usual as always listeners we love that you love our show um if you uh uh if you wouldn't mind please go rate us review us um let us know what your thoughts are but the more ratings that we get and the more reviews that we get, the more that the podcast gets out there. And, you know, uh, Brad and I, we just simply want to, to come alongside you as you live your life and, um, anything that, anything that, 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 that we say that, you know, that helps. That's, I mean, that's, that's what we're here for. And I mean, Brad and I are really doing this to edify ourselves to be quite honest. Um, but, um, we, uh, we, we really hope that you, that you keep tuning in, share our show, let the let people know about it. Beyond that, Brad, I love you, buddy. Love you too. So, listeners, time. we'll catch you next time.